Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean You know what just popped up on my phone, like right before you called me? What's that, buddy? So there's this article from Games Radar. Do you remember Games Radar? Yeah, I get some of their stuff pop-up notification style. Like, Google just does that on phones now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when you open, like, a page or something. Or yeah, a, like, it'll give you, search. like, update articles from, like, that page occasionally. It's like, hey, you click this once. It's <laughs> Sometimes I, it's cool. I used to go there a lot, like, years ago, until it just kind of became... Uh, like clickbaity. Okay, one of my biggest yeah. pet peeves is when you go to like, I don't know, like a top 10 list, right? And instead of just having a list that you can scroll down the page, it goes one by one in slides. Yep. I hate it so fucking much. And mm-hmm. like there's always ads thrown in there and it's dog shit. Oh, yeah. So I hopped off that with the quickness. But I just had one pop up because, dude, how much have you heard people talking about the new Breath of the Wild? A lot, like, because uh, oh, really? it kind of leaked. Well, oh, so here's... Besides the leak. Yeah. Besides, I mean, still, like, a week ago. I mean, not much. Like, well, it depends. Like, if I'm on Reddit and I'm not logged in, so I see, like, front page stuff, you see a lot of that shit because it gets pushed to the front. Oh. Okay. Well, that kind of derailed my train of thought. Sorry. I was going to say, I haven't heard anybody talking about that game. Like, yeah, like people that I know, people who loved Breath of the Wild, like nobody's talking about that game. That I'll and give you like the people that we are friends with and talking with. Like, I have not heard any of them mention it at all. And it's like, what, a week away? It's it's coming out this month. Yeah. Um. So it's really weird. Uh. But anyways, it gives me a little bit of joy. I'm like, yes, yes, I hate that game. No. Anyway, something just popped up. Of course, it's like. I didn't know it was from Games Radar, right? But it, uh-huh. the, the headline is Breath of the Wild's worst feature returns in Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, but the workaround is ace. And I'm like, for me, I'm like, okay, so no broken weapons? Because I just saw that broken that's weapons. That's what are I would still think, right? You know, that's still a thing in this new game, which I don't know why. But that is not. The worst feature that this is talking about, or the most divisive feature. Do you know what, what it feature say? it is? Uh, is it going to be cooking? No. No. Huh. See, I would find that to be a worse feature than what this is actually about. Yeah, I hate the cooking too, man. I hate all that shit. Don't make me cook in games. Don't make me find recipes. I, there you I, go. You I got, don't Because you got to find recipes. That. You got to find the fucking ingredients. You got to kill the fucking animals. Like, No. Fuck Developers, you. stop artificially padding your games with this shit. Fuck it's you. awful. Okay. Not playing it. Back I'll to what it, I was but saying. Fuck you. Yeah. You what, did, what do they say? The worst feature. Okay. Uh, one more guess. I don't even. I can't even think of what else it would be. Tell me. Stamina bar while climbing. That's what they. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it sucks, I, I get it, but... Like, it, I didn't it, even find it to be that insulting that there was a stamina right. bar in that game. Yeah, you can increase it, and... I don't know, I felt that paced it very well. Like, 
You can't climb a mountain as soon as you fucking wake up. You got to level up from that shit. Why the fuck would you just wake up and climb a mountain? Right? So there's like a workaround where you can like stand below something and hit like an ascend button. But like that's a workaround for something that's quote unquote the most divisive feature or the worst feature. How about you just make weapons not break, you fucking losers? Yeah. You fucking dicks. Jesus. <laughs> make them unique and cool. Don't fucking make them a thousand of them. Jeez. I don't know. Yeah, I, it doesn't look like I can hate on this next one, though, as much for the main reason why I hate it on the first one outside of the breaking weapons. It looks like this one might actually maybe have a story, um, which is pretty cool, I, w- I guess, but I'll I'm probably, still not playing it. First, I will probably check it out. I don't know if it launched because there's a couple of other things coming out soon that I'm more interested in. Like what? Uh, Diablo 4. Okay. Yep. And then. Oh, like, Sarah got a new computer that might be able to run that. Nice. Yeah. That'll be tight, dude. You should get it because I'm definitely getting it. And then like, I think oh, I'm two totally weeks. Diablo 4. <laughs> two weeks either before or two weeks after is the next Destiny season. And then. Like, two more weeks after that is Final Fantasy 16, so. It's actually launching. Yeah, it's in June. Damn. Man, uh-huh. I'm so out of the loop on that shit. That's actually really soon. Fuck. I think Brooks, did Brooks send something about a prediction that you made, like, last year on one yeah, of Brooks-tobers about that year. coming out? Uh-huh. Well, now I understand the context about that <laughs> message. Because I just looked at it, and I'm like, okay. Cool. What? <laughs> Random. Yo, I, Who I texted is Brooks. Who are I, you? I texted Brooks. I'm like, hey, that episode's coming out. He's like, dude, I don't even remember recording that episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. That was a good one. That was a, I, liked, uh, I liked that movie way more than I thought. Yeah. Oh, so folks, if you're just joining in, that Hubie Halloween episode, if you for some reason didn't see it in your feed, I made the Hubie Halloween episode that never came out. I made it work. Mm-hmm. I cut it down to, man, I, dude, the audio issue happened like right at the rating system at the end of the movie. And I, and I made it to one rating system and just ended the episode. Yeah. Because after that, it gets weird because, like, Brooks talks for, like, 30-second stretches. I'm nah, I'm good. <laughs> Two minutes before that is, like, when his audio cut out. But it still sounds all right because I think we just kept talking over him or something. So it didn't matter. As we do. Yeah. Yeah. Be a guest on You're... the show, they say. Have fun, they say. <laughs> Get a word in. Maybe. <laughs> Never. Shut up. <laughs> you have a hard enough time guess. getting an edge in, like, with me. <laughs> Uh, Edge the Wrestler. Yeah. Rated our superstar. Yeah. (laughs) They've all gone to stop me. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, folks, if if you're still here after I just like spent four minutes ranting and raving about how trash Breath of the Wild is for the 17th time, hey, welcome to Experience Grind. (laughs) What's up? Beautiful listeners. What's up, Shawnee boy? Shawnee, you played any uh, any games lately? Slate Aspire for like 30 hours. Also, yeah. I think recently we talked about uh, the Hogwarts game and how I said that I stopped playing it after like five hours. You went I've back? Played, 
I've played it for like 35 hours since Saturday. <laughs> nice, dude. Well, I'm glad. Sometimes I've played games like that where like I start them and they don't, they're not clicking. But then like you go back and. You know what? It, you you know there. what it was? It's the same bullshit that I fall into with all of the open world games where I will get into something. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to do all the side quest stuff because that's so much fun. Sure. And then it's sure. boring as fuck. And you're like, this game sucks. But as soon as I started doing the main quest, you know, that I wish that Breath of the Wild had, as soon as I started doing the main quest, and then every now and again dabbling in some of these side missions, it's amazing. It's so good. And then I got stuck on like a couple days ago of just for eight hours just doing side missions. Sure. Then like I got I got to get back to the main quest or I, I'm going to hate this game. So I think I'm three <laughs> missions away from beating it. So. Okay. So you just you you're blasting it now. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like 40 hours in the game. So hopefully it's going to be done soon and then I'm not sure what I'm going to pick up after that, but maybe I'll finally play God of War. Though probably not. I don't know. Okay. What about you? You've been playing anything, dog? Uh, I did buy a new game and uh I did it instead of buying another game and then I wished I would have bought the other game. Oh, take me down this hole. Yeah, so I don't know. I kind of wanted to uh, mix it up and play something besides Destiny for a little bit. And, That's a mistake uh, I was, right there. I was really close to getting... I I wanted to just bite the bullet and get the Resident Evil 4 remake because I do want to play it. But I'd been holding out because I've bought that game like three times. And it's like, it's going to be I like wanna... 15 bucks in like four months. End of the At summer sale. Point. Yeah. yeah. So instead, there's another game that went on sale that I've been wanting to play. Uh, it's called Yakuza Like a Dragon. I've seen you playing that. Yeah. I saw you playing so, that like all weekend. It, it it caught my eye because it's uh it's a JRPG style of the Yakuza series, which normally are just kind of like run around brawler beat-em-ups. But this one has like turn-based battles and different like class and jobs that you can like do and party members you can get and that was yeah. cool uh what i didn't really know is that like the yakuza series is also just like 20 minute cutscenes. it's like a metal gear solid game like oh are you gonna complain about that well kinda <laughs> i don't know yeah i just wanted to play and dude like when you start the game there's a 20 minute cutscene before you even do anything on the controller i'm it's out. like what the f- what the fuck, man? It drove me nuts. And yeah. like you'll run around, you'll you'll do like two fights, and then it's like another ten to fifteen minute cutscene like things. And then it just Ah, uh, it's it's it too Steam? much, man. I got it on Steam, yeah. I got Are it for a pretty the two good hours? price. Oh yeah, I think so. Oh man. Dude, by like the fourth cutscene, I would have been like, refund. I didn't even think of it. I forgot I could do that. Let's see. <laughs> you know how many you know how many games I've refunded on Steam? Let's see. A lot. <laughs> like this game sucks. Why are people liking this? I've fuck. I've played four point nine hours. Yeah. Damn yeah. it! No Oh well. Yeah. Well Are you gonna I finish it or are you just gonna are you realistically gonna finish it or are you just done ski? I might, I do the same thing where, like, I don't do side quests. I'm just going to fucking plow through, get the story done. It is kind of interesting story. It's intriguing, but like I said, it's just overloaded, dog. Like, yeah. Just 
cutscene, cutscene, cutscene. And then you've got to like run to the other side of town. So you might run into like two groups of enemies on the way. And then it's like, you ran to the cigarette shop. Here's a cutscene with the cigarette shop lady. Remember her? Are uh, you um are you able to skip su- cutscenes? Because that's another oh, yeah. thing I started doing. I, I skip them like crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just like skip a a a a a skip a a a a like sometimes. Sometimes I'll try to pay attention, but then it's like, dude, I don't care. I get it. Let's go. That's the same thing in Hogwarts, dude. Like every single thing, like you're constantly talking to people and it will cut to, it's not like a FMV or whatever style. That's so dated. Holy shit. It's not like a a video cutscene or anything like that, but it like, it goes to you two looking at each other and having this conversation. I'm like, I couldn't give a single shit about this. And I sort of like uh, liberally skipping everything. Don't care. Fallout, like Fallout 4. I don't I, I don't know the reference, but maybe Fallout 3 too. Like when you just talk to people, it does that. It like zooms in on their face and you can like go through the Oh, choices. not even that, dude. You talk to somebody and it goes into like a half second loading screen and it goes to like it doesn't even zoom in. It cuts to a, a different like side by side of the two of you. Oh, yeah. So it, it's woof. I don't know, but at least you're cu- you're skipping shit. Here's the thing: I don't see myself skipping stuff in Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, I do see myself skipping stuff in Diablo 4, though. I think so. Outside Final of the Fantasy 16, I don't think I would either, unless it became like the situation that we're talking about, where it's non fucking stop. I really appreciated. Yeah. I appreciate in games where you can play for a couple hours and then there's like a, a four minute cutscene. I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, it's an important story point. But if you're giving me something for anything happening in the game, skip it. Final Fantasy 15 did it really cool because, you know, you drove the car everywhere there. And so, like, the dudes would just talk in the car like normally. And that it was would- like in GTA 5. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was cool. It kept the story flowing, but you're also doing something. It's not what sucks is essentially gaming sucks when you're not gaming. Anytime it takes control away from you, it's mm-hmm. it's not as fun to play because you're yeah. not engaged. You're just watching shit. So yeah, uh, that's Dude, why. Like, uh, there's a big trick where, like, you know. In Gears of War and shit, like when you do the thing, like they they call on the thing and they walk slowly, but you got to press up on the controller so you're engaged. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? You, dude, you know if that you trick. slow that bad boy down to a crawl, I'm going to do it begrudgingly, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. Man, right. Talking about bastards. what you were just saying, I don't, you played through GTA 5, right? Okay. A couple times. I will never forget. Dude, I don't remember half the shit that happens in that game. Like, we just talked about Diablo. I don't even know the story of Diablo 3, and I played that for a thousand plus hours. No idea. (laughs) I'm not going to know Diablo 4 either, because that's not why I play it. GTA Uh 5, I'll never forget. It's a conversation like we were just talking about. You're in the car, you're just driving, and they're talking, where Michael and Trevor are talking, and I think he calls Trevor a hipster. Yeah. And like starts describing how Trevor it was either Trevor's a hipster. No, it's definitely Trevor's a hipster. Starts describing why Trevor's a hipster and Trevor's just getting more and more pissed. <laughs> Dude, I will never forget that. Like ever. 
and I've only played through that game once. I remember that. I remember the bank robbery scene is really cool in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember a lot of things in that game, like the torture scene and oh yeah, the whole opening. Um, a lot yeah. of from that game is memorable, but those are the big action set pieces. Like this is just a you're driving and they're talking about nothing. You know, I don't know. GTA Five is really tight. I like Five. Oh, dude. Also, you didn't announce this anywhere. You you platinumed a game recently. Oh yeah. Well. Kind of, it right? was on the Steam achievement. But yeah, I did do that. Uh, chalk another one up. I finally got them all for Destiny 2. Woo-hoo. Now you can uninstall. No, never. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally not happening. I laughed like such a goober right there, too. That was ridiculous. <laughs> um, no, I get it. It's like when someone, when you know that somebody said something so objectively stupid. And right, you're like, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, no. <laughs> on top of that, though, I have been replaying the shit out of uh, Xenogears. The PlayStation 1 RPG. I've been playing that on my PS Vita. Nice. And uh, crushing that. I'm also in a similar annoying situation where, like, I got, I was at the end of disc one. So it's, it's a similar thing where it's just like an ass load of cutscene and exposition dump from the end of disc one. And like, I'm into disc two. I just got through it all. But dude, I was sitting there mashing X for probably like 25 minutes earlier. Like, just get oh. through it. I don't care. Oh. That's awful, man. I miss my Vita. Yeah. You should get one. Vita was such an, it was such a great device that had zero fucking support. Yeah, that's typical. Although I've heard Sony's flirting with bringing out another one, which I'll probably get. (laughs) Like a jackass. Isn't isn't the rumor on that is that it's just going to, it's going to be another remote play device for your PS5? Uh, I've heard it'll be a cloud-based like so sort of you a, require a streaming internet. held uh-huh it'll probably they'll probably have some sort of package too i imagine but i don't know we'll see huh. we'll i'm see. definitely f- <clears throat> still flirting with getting a steam deck too i like that Get idea. It. i think it's coming up dude it's worth it it's right yeah. dude i was looking at sarah's laptop the other day right and Actually, it was last night. I was just kind of looking at it forlorningly because I'm super jealous of that thing. But then I started thinking, I'm like, well, what couldn't that run? And then I was like, man, it doesn't matter what she couldn't run on that. She had a Steam Deck. She could play anything she wanted. And then I'm like, (laughs) shut shut up, Sean. Shut up. Shut up. Do you have – can you put uh, Battle.net on your Steam Deck? Can you play Diablo on that? Oh yeah, yeah, I have I have Diablo two on it. That's fucking tight. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you have to jump through a bunch of hurdles to get it like um, set up and install yeah. it. To it, it's basically like how you do on Steam, where you have to install games that aren't Steam. Yeah, it, like but you have to like exit out to desktop mode, install things in weird places. But once you have that all set and unpackaged. Yeah, Battle.net and it, runs just It fine. works with the joystick and everything? Oh, yeah. That's tight, dude, dude. Dude, what's wild about the Steam Deck is you can download games that are like, it's not even supported, and then go into the controller layout, because you can go into the controller layout for any game, and there's nothing but uploaded like controller layouts from everybody playing these games, and there's always like a top-rated Steam Deck one that just... That's awesome. You can just make anything work. But 
Oh, Dude, it's we're so in good. The future. We're in the yeah. future, bro. Tanya, you sell that. Uh, did you cancel that Final Fantasy 16 pre-order? I did, yeah. The, the, oh, the super crazy one. Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm just going to get like a regular steel deck. Because, man, really, like, it. what the fuck do I care about a fucking giant statue of two summoning creatures fighting? What yeah. am I going to do with that? Like... The only reason I did the Final Fantasy one is because it came with the cloud figure, which I am hype about. I'm into yeah. that. Fucking A. I don't give a shit about two summoned creatures that I've never seen before, so. Yep. Good call. That is, uh, when I thought rationally with my rational mind. Proud instead of, of you. my heart. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, buddy. I'm yeah, proud of myself, welcome. too. I said no to consumerism. Actually, you know what? Um... Man, this is completely unrelated to literally what you just said. But did I say that I'm playing a lot of Slay of the Spire? Yeah, you did say that you've played like 30 hours or something. Okay, so that's an exaggeration. But you know who did play like 30 hours of that in the last week and a half? Sarah. She's... Yeah? Dude, I got it for like last week, and she plays it every... She's beat it, beaten it with every character but one. What? Yeah. Dude, she's insane at that game. I suck, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm terrible at, yeah. Terrible at literally everything. I should just stop trying. <laughs> Probably. Didn't you, though? Like. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just come home and I. <clears throat> have you ever watched Seinfeld? Gosh. Uh, dude, back when I was like 10, we that was on every night at six. Yeah. Or whenever. Uh, Every time Elaine calls Putty, he's not doing anything. He's just sitting on his couch, staring forward, not even watching the TV. And he's just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and I just want to live my life like Putty. Just come home and sit and just sit. And okay. go to bed. Yeah, that's going to be Nothing's it. stopping you. <laughs> We're adults here. We can. Well, you can. I you can, can do whatever happen. I want by doing yeah. nothing. You can do what he wants. I can. Uh, but yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, that, it's been a pretty good week. Glad to hear it, bud. It's, it's, it's a nice little catch-up sesh. I haven't talked to you in like two weeks. I know, man. last week off. We did. Got that, we had the... that old episode. Be grateful, folks. I didn't put it on Patreon like I said I was going to. We need to do more like hidden episodes that we can then release in emergency situations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we can do those and not just like have audio issues. You know? Yeah, just have them. Like I, we should. I can't believe I kept that on my computer for the last. I'm, uh, I'm so happy six that you plus did. Months. We could totally have like weekend chocolate milk sessions. Although I yeah. think that should be like a Patreon thing. I don't know. See, stop, stop paygating these folks. You know what, folks? That's true. If, yeah. if you support us on Patreon, that's just because you support us. And we really I know, appreciate and I, it. We really fucking do, man. That's You guys are the absolute best. I love you all. I don't know what else to Actually, say. if you... Okay. New new tier pledge. Pledge tier. If you pledge $100 a month, I'll send you my toenail clippings. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> that's a reward, that's, maybe. That's the gnarliest thing I've ever heard. And like a... Uh, like a engagement ring box. Oh <laughs> yes, dude! You 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 uh, pledge two hundred bucks. I I will chew on it before I send it to you. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I hate all of it. So you know what, Sean? You know what I think we should do? What? I think we should go. <laughs>
<laughs> what a killer segue. Right. You like that? That was pretty uh that was pretty good. I loved the point like you were Phoenix Wright that nobody could appreciate except for me. You Oops. did the objection point. Objection. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what you uh, just was, did. Yeah. It was great. But Thanks, instead I, you J Mord it. I did J Mord. Ah. I mean, he's the one that says it in this movie. Oh, he does, doesn't he? He yeah. did the thing. He said the thing. He did oh. the thing. He did the thing. Yep, did the thing. <laughs> oh, man. So, Kyle, uh, I got yeah. some questions for you. You got some questions for me. Let's hear these questions, buddy. I had one for you. Yeah, why'd you recommend this movie? Because uh, Go is a movie that I grew up with. I watched it a whole lot as a kid. Uh, it's very... I've always considered it like a diet Tarantino. Okay. I can see it with the filmmaking style. Uh huh. It's, it's, it's brash. It's in your face and it tries to tell like the, uh, it's a different story that is broken apart until it all comes together at the end. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Uh, when did you see, first see this movie? I mean, this came out in 99. I want to say. Yes. To right at the t- so I mean I would say around there that I was a freshman in high school I probably saw it my probably around 99 2000 2001 somewhere right in there okay. not in so, theaters I remember okay. uh it was that de- like cuz it was it was another one of those that like a buddy of mine had seen it first and was like oh this movie's awesome and then we would like get high at his house and watch it and we're like oh this movie's awesome <laughs> Okay I, I guess yeah. I I will save more questions for the end. Okay. Cool. So you, you have never you seen this, Sean? No, I have never seen this. And you've never heard of it even? Uh, I had never heard of this. Nope. Mm-hmm. Even, okay. So I feel like this is the kind of movie, even if somebody just kind of brought it up when, um, like, referenced the movie, it's one of those, how terrible of a name is Go? It's a terrible name for the movie. Like, it, it's very, it, uh, well, it makes sense, too, because I guess originally it was, like, just a short film of just Brona's story, and then, like, I guess it got kind of picked up and interested, and so they fleshed it out and developed it and added the other ones, but... You know, so you I, can tell. <laughs> yeah, you can, and I, you can, I guess it's probably why it has the short name, too, uh, it's probably, because, again, it's very student, short filmish name. Yeah. Okay. Um, what did I just ask you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I am so fucking tired. <laughs> oh man. Uh, How did we just get on this? I feel like I just went through five minutes of my life that I don't remember. <laughs> That's the beauty of podcasting. You can Jesus. say shit and not ever have to remember it. Uh, we anyway. were talking, yeah, talking about. So, anyways, yeah, they, I don't know how to get back onto that, but you you referenced it with like the Tarantino light, right? So uh-huh. this this movie has a super. I, I don't want to say super unique. Oh, you asked if I had ever even heard of this movie. Yeah, and I said no, not with that name. Because um, even if somebody brought it up, I, you know. I would have like searching this on my TV was a pain in the ass. You type in go and it <laughs> just gives you the name of everything that starts with geo and go sure. isn't the first one. 
and it's it's like gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, gone with the Godzilla. <laughs> like, Fucking a, dude! I got a story about how I watched this today. Because man, that was frustrating. But anyways, this has a, a very unique, and I use that very loosely because it's not super unique. But I don't feel like a lot of movies do this. But a very unique style, and that you see. Basically, it's a story about one thing that happens, mm-hmm. but it's told in three different perspectives. And then the very final act is just an all-encompassing um, sort of wrap it's up. your point of view kind of at that point um, about like this. It all stems from this drug deal, question mark. Essentially, that, yeah. That... Uh, Rana finds herself in because someone goes to Vegas. Her coworker goes to Vegas for the weekend. Who's a drug dealer. And these two guys are looking for drugs. That's basically how it goes down. So he's the drug dealer. She's at the right place. Cause she's filling in for him. And she's like, I can probably get it. And everything unravels from there. And from that point forward, the next 45 minutes were anxiety inducing. And, <laughs> And then when I got to Zach and Adam's section, I'm like, this is such a breath of fresh air. And then from like, once it gets to Zach and Adam's section onward, it was like, you could breathe again. You think, but, man, Zach and Adam's section is like the weirdest section for me. It makes me, that's what makes me uncomfortable. Really? With, with the fucking, that creepy cop dude when like. Yeah. Dude, I was laughing so hard through those seats. Like, is he hitting on them? Is he? Is it swinger style? What the fuck is happening? That's what I was trying to figure out, dude. Yeah, and then it's, it's like crazy. right after that scene that you're like, you find out that they're actually a gay couple, which Claire called way earlier in their scene. In their scene, which now looking back, nice touch. Because what have we always heard? Girls can tell, right? At least that's what we grew up knowing. That's that's the stereotype that we were raised in, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I said it so sarcastically. Uh, even, I will say, I, I'm glad that you brought up anxiety-inducing, because even this time, having seen the movie a ton of times, I still, like, the one thing that the drug dealer says is, like, this is high-grade pharmaceutical shit. Don't let anybody double-dose or you'll be frying an egg on their brain. And then when yep. you see Homeboy, like, sneak to and take him, I was like... Oh fuck! I forgot, oh, dude. He t- when and he had he... the two in his hand. I was like, "Don't!" In my head, I was like, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it!" Oh man! And uh, he does fry his brain, dude. I couldn't stop thinking about Manny for like, I don't know, half an hour, and then I stopped thinking of it because this movie just like every uh-huh. time you think it couldn't take a weirder turn or a more fucked up thing that would just come out of nowhere. Another six pop out of nowhere. And then (laughs) by the time you've like wrapped around on yourself 30 times, Manny was completely out of my brain. And it does a good job of like forgetting about him. And then like, oh, I love that. The way they bring that back too. Yeah. I'm glad homeboy, spoilers, homeboy was still alive. Yeah. Because I was certain that that was going to be the reveal at the end of the movie. That, like, the only person that actually dies is Manny. Oh, like, uh, what, Requiem for a Dream style? Where it's, yeah. it ends on a downer? No, not at all. It's actually not a bad, it's pretty positive. They save Manny. It's not, oh, man, it's not even <laughs> positive. It's just, like, no. uh, 
It's, it's just kind a, of break even. Yeah, this this the events between the beginning of the movie and the middle of this movie, if none of those events happened, it wouldn't really affect literally anything in these people's lives, except for homeboy who got shot in the arm. If she had just worked his extra shift, she would have been much better off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it's great. It's one of those... I like a movie that takes place all over one evening. It's like just like a, a quick, fast, rambunctious, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, thrill ride for lack of a better term. Um, yeah. That's, yes. Like, uh, what is it? Night X or Party X, Party X or something like that. You remember that Party movie Party Triple X. Oh, uh, yeah. I do remember that. Man, I don't remember what it's called, but it's kind of something like that. It's something like that, yeah. I know exactly it's all, what you're talking about. It's very tightly packed. It's consequential. Well, normally it's consequential. In this case, it's <laughs> not really. But, yeah. uh, man, holy smokes. So, Rona, like, Simon is wanting to go to Vegas with his mates, right? Simon, yes. they all work at this grocery store, this crappy grocery store. I like when they're getting high in the back, too. I don't know. Yep. That's another thing. Like, uh, relate hard to this movie as a fucking lazy kid growing up in the Midwest, like working at a grocery store. Dude, the opening scene where Rona couldn't have, couldn't give a single shit about the customer. Oh my God. Paper or plastic like six times. Yeah. I was like, man, I feel this so hard. I love the part where she's like, you know, I used to have your job and she goes, yeah, look where it got you. (laughs) Get burnt. I'm yeah, that's the whole reason uh, that chick took the role because of that line. Really? Yeah. She read that's that. She's funny. like, oh, that's great. And I agree. I love that part. She's like, are you yeah. talking about the Rona actress? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Who is Sarah Polly? Sarah Polly, who is really good, but this is like the thing I know her the most from. When I looked up on her IMDb and she's like holding an emmy or a golden globe or something in her picture on there yeah i'm like oh damn she's like somebody i click on it right and and go isn't even in her what she's known for no no not at all but uh yeah this is a sidestep real quick this is a killer cast it's got like everybody you're just like oh this guy oh this guy oh this chick what the fuck yeah oh man Oh, yeah, she's in Splice, too, man. Oh, really? Dude, that's... Man, that's going back. Oh, that is true. She is also in Dawn of the Dead, and that movie kicks ass. Yep. Yep, yep. I really wish that I could get Kyle's first-time viewings thoughts on this movie and, like, a breakdown of everything that you thought, like, going (laughs) through this, because this is... Every time you think... You have an idea of where this movie's going. It's like, no, immediately rips the rug out on, out from underneath you. And that's, I think, one of the most anxiety-inducing things is, like, you get to a point where you have no idea what's coming next, mm-hmm. and none of it can be good. There is a point where there is nothing good that can come out of any of this situation at all. I like, love the way... Yeah. No, go on. As Just the way that it builds all the way to this breaking point with Rana. And like you said, it it is anxiety inducing because then we've got 
the fucking drug dealer played by Timothy Oliphant, who's also yeah. just crushing it and kills it as Todd. You know, she's she's getting stalked and chased through this fucking party and she's hidden Manny at this point. We know Manny's hidden. And then uh, she gets hit by a car. We cut to black. And then we're seeing the whole story from Simon's point of view. And he's not even in the same fucking town. This is a completely separate, like, side story. Yep. We're, now we're with Simon and his friends in Vegas, who one is, uh, what is his fucking name? Tay Diggs? Not Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs is cool because he hangs out with him. It's the fu- one of the ones that's sick. Brecken Meyer. Uh, Brecken Meyer. Uh, who? He's one of the guys in the back seat. That he's the one that oh. tells Tay Diggs the story. Okay. Oh, 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 oh! I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is just full of like, oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but yeah. So Simon goes to Vegas, and I don't know. I've never been to Vegas. Have you? I I went when I was like eighteen, and then I'm gonna be there in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I wanted to go. I've always wanted to go. This is to me more of like the real life what Vegas would be like. I like like Simon loses all of his money within like ten minutes. Yeah, Tay Diggs is a good friend, and uh, I love how Simon was like. Yeah, I, I went to a hundred dollar table and uh, <laughs> lost it pretty quick, but I figured out how to win. I figured out how to win the system. I just so need now some I more know money. It. Yeah. But now I understand it. So just give me some more money. And he's like, nah, get out of here. Get out of here. And then he goes. Give me and your crashes. wallet. Come see me in an hour. He crashes that wedding. And then uh, I don't know. I like the way that it stories explains the reason that Tay Diggs does the things that he does. Because at first he gets mistaken for a bathroom attendant. And that upsets mm-hmm. him because he's wearing this stupid yellow jacket, which yep. I like that Simon roasts him for, too. And then, like, I not even really five minutes. Jacket. <laughs> yeah, I thought it actually looked good on him. I'm with you. That with the purple looks so good. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he walks outside, like, not even five minutes after, and this fucking dickhead with a Ferrari comes up, and he's like, "Hey, keep it running," and he tosses in the keys because he's wearing a yellow jacket and he thinks he's the valet. Yep. And so he's like, "Come on, we're stealing this car," which what the fuck? Yeah. But they do it. And then they go to that strip club because, uh, also, Todd. what fucking drug dealer just gives you his credit card? There's no way. So, no, there's no way, way no that he way. gave him his credit card. What Sarah and I talked about after watching this is the only character in this movie that's not an awful person to some varying degree is Claire. She is uh-huh. like the only character, and I guess maybe Manny, but also he like stole. Drugs. He did. Everybody in this movie is in some weird situation, some like really convoluted situation that somehow all ties together. But everybody in this movie is some horrible person. And I guarantee you that uh, what's his name? Simon stole the credit card. That's Took the credit card. And all my time watching this, I've never thought that simon maybe stole the credit card yeah because all of the stuff that he does in this movie that is clearly very wrong and not okay he he doesn't think is wrong and he just does it he's like oh who cares it's not a big deal <laughs> that's good yeah simon is a terrible person he's a total asshole total selfish narcissistic fuck yeah. uh 
there's no way he didn't know. Like he sees the card. He's like, oh, well, Todd gets like these great discounts in Vegas. I won't use the card, but I'll use it to get all these perks. Then, of course, uses it to get the sexy time dance that he almost immediately (laughs) breaks the one rule that he's not supposed to do, which is touch the strippers. Touches her right on the. Does he grab her titties or her ass? I can't remember. He smacks her ass with both hands. That's, yeah, just yeah. A, a double clap. And she's like, you, "You asshole!" And then, like, I'm, dude. I guarantee you, they should have just told Simon to do all of these things because every time Simon was told not to do something, he immediately went and did it. Don't say champagne. Immediately says, "I want your most expensive champagne." <laughs> Breaks the rule. I was like. Tweaking out, watching him handle this gun in the Ferrari. Dude, that makes me so uncomfortable, too. That part is like, ugh. He's just like Not knowing what was going to happen in this movie, I'm like, someone's getting shot right now. (laughs) This is not okay. I'm so sorry, Tay Diggs. (laughs) Also, yeah, Tay Diggs, really fucking good in this movie. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible in this movie. Yep. So he ends up shooting the bouncer who comes in to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> who looks like Colin Quinn? I swear this bouncer yes, looks exactly like Colin Quinn. He looks I think just it like every Colin time Quinn. he walks in the frame. I'm like, Colin Quinn's in this? No, it's not Colin Quinn. And then, spoilers, uh, what's his name? Simon used Todd's credit card to fucking book this room. So guess what? All ties together. We get an epic car. car that is a pretty crazy car chase in the middle of this movie. Chase? Why couldn't I think of the word chase? I yeah, don't know. Car chase? That was, was that awesome. that sweet Bronco? Yeah, dude, that thing was sick. I don't know how it flipped over, but it flipped over. I don't over. either, but it flipped the fuck over. Dude, they also fucked the shit up out of that uh, classic. The Ferrari? Oh, no, no the, Ferrari. the Chevy Coupe. Oh, man. The shithead kid in the fucking joining room. <laughs> Yo, he's, he's like, what are you guys doing in here? Raping little kids. I was like... <laughs> Like, oh my god! I'm sitting next to Sarah. I'm like, this is such an uncomfortable movie. (laughs) (laughs) That little fucking I hate that little kid actor too, but he's good in that part. And then he's just like, he makes him give him money. Uh, Yeah, hundred bucks. Little shit bastard. After the dude, like everybody in this movie is a shit bag. Everybody. Yeah. Like they're out. Tay Diggs's character is the only person that's not a shit bag. And even still, he dude, he steals a car. He steals a fucking After Ferrari. After he gets to a breaking point. Sure. But the breaking he, point was two people were kind of rude to him. Yeah. He steals that's a true. car. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they didn't even like, the one guy even tipped him. He just thought that he was a black. I mean, it could, it's it's racist undertones. Yes, because they see him as the servant. But. This movie's very 90s. Yes. Another thing that we talked about. (laughs) It is. That's another reason I do like this movie, even looking back on it, because it's another one of those. And we talk about these a lot. I call it like a time capsule movie because that captures that exact era of 1999. I remember it so vividly. Uh, I never myself have ever messed with ecstasy, uh, but I've known a lot of people that have. And that was very, very accurate to them. That's from from what I heard. Dude, when I lived in Arizona, I moved out there 2004, 2005. One of the first people I met, like, walked around carrying a VHS tape of, um, fuck, VH1's I'm A. You remember those? 
like it. Uh, oh yeah, I am a. Uh, it I was MTV, a, was it not? Uh, it, it was one of the two. He had yeah. a VHS, and it was I'm an ecstasy dealer. He was like one of the biggest ecstasy dealers in Arizona, and he had like his own show. And looking back, like, dude, what a fucking loser! Oh, absolutely, right? yeah, like fucking loser. But here I was, like, seventeen, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're so fucking cool. That's so <laughs> dope. Like, that's the first time I like with him was the first time I ever smoked weed. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's wild, right? Like Ecstasy, looking back, like man. what you think is cool. Yeah, the late nineties, mid two thousands. Oh, it was huge back then, though, dude. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, even up through that, but I mean, yeah, again, I uh, it was one of those like I don't know. I saw something early on that was like ecstasy eats a hole in your brain, and I was like, yeah, all right, I'm never touching that one. You guys can, yeah. you can have that one. <laughs> I'll stick with what I what I know that's cool and doesn't eat holes in my brain. So, dude, even to this day, like, I I know people who do coke. And I'm like, dude, just right. give me a, give me some weed. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, go ahead, man. I'm ADHD. I don't need coke. <laughs> it's just gonna make me more focused and do my taxes. I had to spend almost an hour today calling pharmacies. To find 60 mil Adderalls. Yeah, I believe it, dog. I'm like, That's the higher dose, the higher dose people are having the struggles. Well, it was like uh, four pharmacies that I called in a row before like, oh, they don't make those. You take two thirties and we don't have thirties. I'm like, okay, well, the last three pharmacies made me feel like a real fucking idiot now that I'm looking <laughs> back on it. You fucking pricks. <laughs> you should go rob those pharmacies. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't. Do so that, man, I don't even remember where that story cut off. Also, but, I don't know why does Simon go and want the champagne room when he literally just banged two chicks? Because he didn't go. I because guess you're he's right. Tantra, baby. He, he, Tay Diggs talked about tantric sex and somehow Simon yeah. just knew how to do it. I haven't ejaculated in six months. <laughs> We had sex Sting. for 14 hours, and I'm sitting there like, I'm like, dude, why? There is no fucking way. Like, Man. I, I enjoy it quite a lot. I ain't doing it for 12 hours, dude. Mm. I am. I fucking worked for 12 hours. That shit sucks. <laughs> this is another form of work, man. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. After that, like, dude, how do you not get friction burned? But he's also like. I don't know. Rona's 17 in this, so I don't know how old he is. They're all, I would imagine, around the same age. So, yeah, that, or maybe she's not 17, and that's just something she said. Something we completely glossed over is she takes over Simon Shift because he's going to Vegas. Uh -huh. These two guys show up looking for Simon because they need drugs, and she's like, well, he's in Vegas, but I can probably get you covered. That gets her to go to Todd to spot her some drugs, but she doesn't have a month because she's about to get evicted. So she has to go bring the drugs to these guys when she immediately realizes this is a police sting thing. She dumps those because the guys are there. And you also have Burke played by William Fitch Fitchner, who is another one of those. Oh, that guy also just dumps the pills comfortable makes me creeped out every time he's on camera 
he's creepy as fuck <laughs> until the, until the, the end scene. Man, for real, I didn't hate it. Yeah, but then it's it's a fun reveal. I'll give it like all this build up is. It's like okay, that's still that's pretty good. Yeah. So she ends up dumping the pills, going back. Smart like, move. Pawn going to a store, stealing a bunch of drugs because Manny's already hallucinating like a motherfucker. She knows that he he, he he like gives up the goats. He starts laughing. But I like when she sassily walks out drinking the beer. And she's like, by the way, I'm underage. You know that, right? Because she knows that he's a cop. And so she chugs yep. her beer. She's like, you know, you just gave that to an underage girl. Yep. I like that little that one. was. So good. maybe she wasn't 17 and she's just she's smart. You know, yeah. and I don't even think she's that bad. She's just doing what she's got. She's hustling. She's about to lose her place. Blah, 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 whatever. So she gives back Todd a bunch of like aspirin, gets her money back minus 50 bucks and then goes to the rave and sells aspirin to everybody for 20 Smart bucks, move. bucks a pop. Again, getting she's the hustle hustler. on, getting, yeah. the, getting it back on and then get smoked by a car. And now we're <laughs> jumping forward. To the two guys who went into her line who are actually actors on a TV that we see show. On the TV show. Who got busted for possession and are now being this is such a weird this is a weird situation because they're trying to get they're trying to get Simon. Yeah. And when they get Simon, when Burke gets Simon, he's going to get Todd given up. And then he's going to make Todd a gill who will get the uh-huh. him to give up the person That's above him. But he's using two actors on TV that are like being – it's on the TV in the break room at the fucking supermarket. Yeah, they're very famous or famous-ish. Yeah, which is so weird. But anyways, so they're all strapped up. They're like being used as actors to make this all happen. Turns out they're the ones that ended up smoking Rona and the thing. And that little yellow Miata. it turns out they're gay lovers who both cheated on each other with the same guy from Hair. From Hair. Is, it, is his name on Derek? The set. It's like Derek from Hair or something yeah, like that. Derek from Hair and Makeup. So they go to the rave because that's where he's at, obviously. Cut his hair. Leave and smoke her. But this is after. Man, this movie's so weird. It's wild, so right? Weird. It jumps around, but then it it comes all together. I feel uh, like I'm jumping around in this. But. You you are. It's it, that's what it makes it. It's very bombastic. It's very 90s. Like I said, it's it's in your face. It's gritty. Uh, but yeah, like the two guys, they end up smoking her, and then they run away because like they they dump her off of a hill, and they see Todd has chased her down with a gun, and they're like, well, the dude with the gun. If even if we didn't kill her, he was probably obviously going to kill her, so she's dead. So she's dead either way. We we don't need to get involved. And yeah. then they're uh, they're like, all right, fine, we're not going to do anything. And they pull over, and the one goes to piss. And when he's pissing, he realizes, oh fuck, I still have the transmitter. I'm still wired from this drug deal that we were on. And he walks back and he shows uh, the other guy, Jay Moore. And they're like, oh, fuck. So now they're like, well, hey, if there's no body, there's no crime. So then they decide they have to go back. And they go back, and she's not dead. And so I love that they put her on the car of these other people. And the they, Beamer? <laughs> the Beamer. And it's the kids that she ripped off earlier, and they're so nice still. They're like, oh, my gosh, is that Allison? Hey, call 911. Kelly, Kelly yeah. got hit. She looks beat up, man. 
she totally ripped these guys off and they're the ones that end up saving her life. I love that little karmic justice too. I love I keep calling him Nick, but I love how Jay Morris character Zach uh he's like gotta go back to plan a and then just grabs a wrench from the trunk and is like acting like he's gonna bludgeon her and, and adam's can't. like oh no can't do it uh, oh that was so funny i love that, that part i loved uh i love when he's like he figures out because again i forgot too it does it it does a great job of making you forget super obvious things because like at no point yeah. does he ever get unwired. We totally see him get wired up. We see him do the testing of the audio. We know he's yep. wired, but you forget about it just as much as these guys do because such a crazy thing has happened that you can't even focus and you forget everything else. Another thing uh, about that is in Rona's scene when she goes to the house to bring the pills to these guys and get the money – there's a quick shot of somebody watching a camera of the inside of the house. It's very quick. It's only about a second or two seconds long. And then that ties in very heavily to the Zach and Adam section. Mm -hmm. And it's like, once it starts, it shows them start wiring up that house with all these cameras. You're like, Oh yeah. That one quick scene earlier though. You, I mean, it's pretty obvious what's going on during Rona's scene. Yeah. You know, it's obvious they're cops and blah, blah, blah. Well, I thought all of them were cops, but then, yeah, whatever. I do love, and uh, again, the whole time, the one cop, the main cop that we see is like giving off very, very creepy vibes, like almost like serial killer vibes. Like, yeah, he's very strange. He's almost like coming on to the two guys. He's making them feel very uncomfortable. At one point, Jay Moore is using the bathroom in his house after the whole deal. And he walks out and the dude is just butt naked. <laughs> He's like, yeah. here, smell this. And he puts his wrist in his face. And it's all yeah. because they want them oh, to don't sell. Don't do it. Don't do it. What? That's, that's my rating system. Don't do it. Oh, okay. 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 I won't Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm glad you stopped me. I didn't go through it. Um, but you're yeah. saying creepy. Like the whole point of them doing all of this is to get him to sign off on like they're free to go, right? Yeah. And it's always a dangling carrot of like, oh, oh yeah, one and he more keeps thing. it's it keeps at one more. I'll just do this one more thing, and then I'll sign that paper. So once Rona leaves after the whole I'm 17 thing, they're like, well, we did the best we could. We're off the hook, right? And he's like, yeah. Well, we have Christmas dinner tonight. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah, because this whole movie takes place on Christmas. Yeah, they won't evict you on Christmas. Uh, will you guys come over and have dinner with me and the wife? And that's where it's like, is this a swingers thing? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But it was like the weirdest, like, imposition on these guys to, like, come over for dinner for no goddamn reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At the middle of the night, when, like, You've already just tried to do a fake drug deal. Already highly stressful. Yeah. But yeah, holy shit, I forgot. This whole movie's on Christmas. Why does nobody consider this a diehard Christmas movie? This is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It does have Christmas magic. Rona somehow doesn't die after getting plowed by a car and bleeding all over it. And then dude, I don't know why she had so much damage. She, Dude was going like 10 miles an hour. <laughs> He flipped her like, up over on top of it. He, yeah. He fucked her up. I, 
Sorry, I kept muting. There is a giant truck. But dude, he was driving forward and then like stopped and tossed it in reverse. And this is a Miata. Okay. It is a it's Miata ba- too. Yeah. It's basically a fast Prius. Okay. <laughs> it's a Hot Wheel. <laughs> tosses it in reverse and just guns it for like two uh-huh. seconds. She barely got touched. All right. She but, barely got touched. No, nah, um, it, it was a flesh wound or something. But then uh, she like gets. It was so funny. She's on top of the car, and so they drive forward and slam out of the brakes to throw her off of it. Mm-hmm. That made me laugh. But then I'm like, how how is she in this ditch dead? What? For a, but, she was down there for a long time. It's raining. It's cold. Uh, yeah. And then we cut back. Claire gets out, and of course, like she lost her friends. They were at a rave. And uh, I have done this. You know, you have a meeting spot where you go after the night's gotten crazy. So she goes there. She runs into Todd, who she had to. She was a bargaining chip for earlier, but she kind of had a thing for after a while. So they hit it off, and they go back to Todd's place, and they're making out. And then, oh, who's shown up, Shawnee, at Todd's place? But the two fucking muscle guys from Las Vegas have driven back to California because they have Todd's credit card because they think Simon is Todd. Yep. And uh, oh, dude, I laughed so hard during this scene when he comes in, right? And immediately, Todd is just ratting out where Simon lives. He's drawing a map. <laughs> drawing a map. There's construction here, so go this way. It's going to save you a lot of time. It's great. Claire's like, do you want to go with so you can pull the trigger? Or, yeah. And then Simon's dumbass just comes barging into the place. Love it. Right? And Simon's like, well, yeah, just shoot me in the arm. It's no big deal. I don't care. I love this. And the too. bouncer dude couldn't even shoot him. I love this compromise that they have. It's like, whoa, 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 wait. He's like, what about if you just shoot me in the arm? And the guy's like, yeah, okay. And then, yeah, Yeah. I love they draw the circle and then he can't fucking do it. Like everything about this movie is that another big thing that I took away is everybody seems to be so hard, bloody, you know, hard. Oh, yeah. But when it comes down to it, nobody can do anything except for for some reason, Simon. Yeah. I do like uh, when he's like, before he pulls the trigger, when it's like all building up the hype to it, when it cuts back to the couch and uh, Todd and the other guy are both like leaning forward and they're like dude, super, they're ready for it. They're excited. The, uh, it's, so, it's such a great little touch. Dude, they're excited. Claire's like kind of ambivalent to the whole situation. Uh-huh. She's like, okay, I'm just going to leave, right? Simon's like, oh, yeah, shoot it. Like, for some reason, Simon's all excited, and the only guy that's not hype about this is, uh, what's his name from Whose Line Is It Anyways? <laughs> True Carey. <laughs> He's the uh, only one that couldn't do it. And then you see Claire walking down the hallway. You hear a loud bang, and Simon goes, I'm all right. It's I love okay. That too. I love that. <laughs> Such a great little, wow. And then, oh, so then we come back. Rona wakes up in a fucking hospital. And then here's the another crazy fucking thing. Goes to work. Fuck of that. She's like limping in like with her her final till to check out. Dude, this isn't even like 1990s. This is like, that's so relevant today. Like the amount <laughs> of people that like get smoked by a car and they're like, well, if I don't go to work, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. I got to go. It's like, fuck yeah. man. What a dystopian time we live in. Yeah. Ugh, so she paid lot. her rent. She had 20 bucks to spare too. Yeah. And then, Selling uh, aspirin to kids telling them it was ecstasy here. Smoke. This works really good. If you do a lot of pot, <laughs> a lot of pot. 
That's such a great <laughs> little touch, too. <laughs> then they forget Manny, and then they go back and they rescue Manny, and I love that, because it's a happy ending. Yeah. Ish, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad ending. She's alive. She paid off yeah. her rent. She had 20 bucks to spare. Manny's And alive. now Manny's absolutely smoked and just trying to figure out what they're doing for New Year's Eve now. And Manny Claire's, almost died. Claire's got a drug dealer boyfriend. Dude, that came out of nowhere for me. <laughs> like, which is another thing that is a wraparound. It makes you forget about it. Until it happens again, because yep. the entire movie starts with the camera on Claire talking about, I like Christmas presents. You know, who would have thought, who would have thunk it? Dude, I say that phrase all the time. I've never heard it used like from anybody else. And she said, is. who would have thunk it? And I immediately was like, I'm in for this movie. All right. In man. for it. All right. But then at the tail end of the movie, it wraps back to that very scene. Uh-huh. Tarantino it. Got to bring it back. Bring it back. Uh-huh. You know that Dane Cook? Tarantino it. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dane Cook. Uh, all right, buddy. You want to do some rankings? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, my- I know sure. I do know mine. I've, I've got mine figured out. So yours uh, is... I, you, I know. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. If I were to invite you over to my house and, uh-huh. you know, you would come in... See me naked. <laughs> yeah, as you do. Yeah, yeah, as you do. And at the same time, you see me naked. Your best friend's going to be in the, in lover's going to be in the kitchen making out with my wife. Okay. For, again, th- this was very confusing. And then we sit down for dinner, right? And I, and I throw out this uh, very elaborate uh, and very unexpected question of where do you think everything from this house comes from? Well, turns out I'm involved in a pyramid scheme, and I'm trying to recruit you, okay? On a scale of, let's say, let's say I'm tier one up here, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How many tiers down on this pyramid are you going to be on this pyramid based on how much you like this movie? Let's say out of seven. There's seven tiers on this pyramid. For some reason, seven in pyramids make sense. Gotcha. Uh, I like that rating system. I like that number. Uh, on a scale of one to seven, I'm going to give this a six. Okay. A six on the pyramid okay. scale. I I love this movie. It goes, it bangs through. I wouldn't exactly call it perfect, but the the small flaws that it ha- does have are minor, and it, it clips right along at such a fast pace that you don't even notice or really care about them. It's... It's got the story to tell. I'm along for the ride. It's it's a blast, man. I, I love this movie. Yep. So. Nice. Uh, That's good rating. Boy. Shawnee boy. I, I figured this one out right here on the fly. If I <clears throat> had uh, just gotten back and stole, and not stolen, but I, I had 30 ecstasy pills in a pill bottle. And when I turned my back, you were going to steal between one and 30 of those ecstasy pills and swallow them, <laughs> with 30 being the best possible score you could give this movie. Uh, how many of those ecstasy pills That's are good. you eating, Sean? <laughs> oh, man. That's a toughie. That is a toughie. 
Um, man, let me talk through this. So you said it flies by to, at a pretty quick clip. It's an hour and 45 minutes, which huh? I wasn't thrilled when I saw because long week and I sat down and I'm like, oh, almost two hours. How am I going to fit this in? It does fly through mm-hmm. at a very quick clip because it is three stories and an ending. Yep. So that inherently just makes it go by quicker because it's like you have a beginning and an end. It doesn't get boring. You don't, yeah, you don't get like, yeah, it doesn't drag. Yeah. There's no parts where you're like pausing being like, God, how much time is left in this movie? Um, I also very much so enjoyed the style that this was shot. We've talked about this before season four of arrested development. The original way that it came out is Mm -hmm. very, reminiscent of this you have the same story told like over six episodes each one from a different point of view and i fucking love it Mm -hmm. the thing that i don't like is mm, you know i wish that i had seen this in the early 2000s sure sure um instead of right now because there are a lot of things in it that were just a little cringe but also if you layer that with the fact that everybody in this is like objectively not a good person, I guess it's not that bad. I guess what I'm trying to get at is I love the style that this was shot in, but it didn't have the satisfying tie together Mm -hmm. that I could imagine a more fun movie having. Mm -hmm. But for what it was, I did very much so enjoy the movie. I'm glad that I watched it. And so for that reason, out of 30 I will take 23 of them. Very nice. Like you said, too, uh, and I mentioned it at the start, this was originally just a short film of the Rona storyline, and they added those other parts, like, in rewrites. And, like, you can, obviously, you can tell they aren't yeah. as cohesive. Uh, they are, but it is just sort of, like, I'm going to say, like, a glue paste together. So it's not clean it's a little messy Mm -hmm. it works and it's fine to look at but you can see where like some of the globs are but again i i think it's fun it's fast it's frenetic it's very 2000s 90s ish so each of the three stories told a very different thing Mm -hmm. which was great and made you feel a different way which was very great very clever i'm glad that it wasn't like i said at the beginning just an entire anxiety fest from beginning to end. (laughs) Every scene, you know, when you went to Simon's thing, I had very different feelings. It was very funny. And then it got to points that were like, oh, shit. Things are ramping up, yeah. Yeah, things are ramping up. And then the Adam and Zach section, I absolutely loved that section. Actually, I'm going to bump it up to... No, I'm keeping it at 24. (laughs) No, I'll go to 24. Okay, all right. that's, that's That's a really fucking good score for... A 90s comedy crime caper. So, not bad. It's sitting at 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. I believe it. It's it's got a lot of love. It's 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 well liked movie, man. It's it's a cult classic at this point too. Like I said, it didn't do very well in theaters, and I didn't I didn't remember it from that. I saw it was again a DVD one. So sure. Um, I was very surprised to see that it was a 91, and so I was like, oh man, let's see what this is about. And by like half to like three quarters of the way through, I'm like, how is this a 91? (laughs) And then at the end, I'm like, well, it's 91 based on reviews from 99, Mm -hmm. which makes more sense. Mm -hmm. That too, yeah. 
at, at that point, everybody's like, wow, wow, what? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you watched this, buddy. Thanks for watching it for me. It's another one I try, to, I try to keep them fresh and cool. And I know our big thing is trying to do things that one or both of us have not seen. So that's cool. I'm, I'm thrilled that I got to... Oh, I didn't tell this story. Okay. So you said the other day you hit me up and you're like, you know, it, it's... I'm good to go whenever. Uh, this is on everything. It's not free, though. Uh-huh. And so... I get home today and I just like turn on my TV and I talk to my remote. I'm like, go, right? And it pulls up. I had to do some searching, but it pulled up. It's free on Pluto TV. I'm like, oh, cool, sweet. I'll install that app and, you know, just start watching it. 46 minutes and 10 seconds is how far I got into it with commercials, right? Before, and this is right when Simon's done with the threesome and the room's on fire. Folks, if you haven't seen this and we haven't spoiled this, for you and you think you'll enjoy it watch it this movie's all over the fucking place mm-hmm. they light the room on fire after having while having sex anyways he's running through the halls naked covering his stuff and hops into an elevator as a fire or a police officer runs out i watched that scene 13 times because it would cut to a commercial right there and i'd see the same goddamn visit california commercial with the most obnoxious jingle it would cut to that right uh-huh. And then it go, then it would cut back to the movie, and it was stuck in this infinite loop. Oh, no. It would show about two seconds of him running in there, then cut back to that, and then it would go to like a Vaseline commercial. I'm like, oh sweet, you know, it's it's gonna catch up. I went through the cycle like twelve times before I'm like, fuck it, I'm so mad that I only have an hour left, but I'm fucking renting this movie. Oh. I can't if I if I if I have to hear this jingle one more time, I'm off. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man, and I appreciate your commitment to finishing it out. Ah, the so only- I rented it, and yeah. I looked at Sarah. I'm like, if this cuts at 46 minutes and 10 seconds to a Visit California commercial, I'm throwing my TV out the window. Ah, this is a rare one. I didn't have to rent it online because I I own the DVD of this. This is like one of those first 10 DVDs I ever bought back in the day. And right I, on, dude. I still That's own awesome. it. So, uh. That was just one of those reasons. Um, whatever. I still have my first three. Yeah, I have all of my original ones. I'm I'm a hoarder to media. I very rarely get rid of things. Um, although I don't have what we're going to be talking about next week, Sean. I I gave that up a long time ago. Go on. I don't have a game genie. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. We're doing, maybe, we want to do some research. But that's the other thing, listeners. Sean and I are doing research. Yeah. This is something that we, you mentioned a couple days ago that you'd love to do a a quick one on this. But I think you watched some videos. And this is a topic that I've wanted to talk about for fucking years, man. We have friends that do video game podcasts. And I have thrown it out there so many times. I want to hear people talk about the Game Genie. Yep. And like their experience with it and blah de blah. And so, Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're gonna do a whole game genie episode. I'm actually really stoked on it too, man. I wanna know about the history of it. I wanna know, you know, if you had one, what drew you to it, what drew me to it? Mm-hmm. You know, our memories looking back on it. Were there games that you had or were you one of the ones that tried just putting in random things? Oh yeah. It's gonna be it's going to be a good episode. I can't wait. <clears throat> I'm not going to be able to have a lot of time to 
over the next week, you know, try it again. But I have a lot of great memories and watching some documentaries and stuff on it because you sent me some great links. Uh, watching some stuff on it, I'm I'm very excited. I am too, buddy, and I, I think it'll be a good one. I wanna, I'm I'm excited to see what we do with a an episode with like education. Is that what we're gonna yeah. call it? Edutainment, because we'll make it funny. Yeah. Come ready well, to learn. That will probably week, be like folks. seven minutes of that, and then half an hour of us bullshitting, <laughs> and a half hour of us talking about our memories. It'll be good stuff, <laughs> y'all. Come, come ready yeah. to learn. Open your minds to us. Yeah. And your stink holes. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, what, buddy. Uh, what what can uh, what can these folks these fine folks do? I tell you what, oh. Shani. I know. I. I I'll, Fuck, let me do I one. Myself. If you got a better one, you can do it. But I'm going to okay. say they can go go themselves. Nope, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yep, yep. As soon as I said it, I was like, "Oh man, go go yourself. That's great." <laughs> Fuck. That's good.